Hi, everyone. Welcome into Stadium Drive Week 5. Will Ford here on the Storied Rivals Podcast Network and on YouTube. Thanks so much for joining me. Uh, this week, it's the Battle of Unbeatens. Uh, the Sheridan Generals and the John Glenn Muskies both 4-0 through the first four weeks of the season. And we're going to be at Sheridan High School this Friday night um, talking to head coach Paul Culver III of the Generals and uh, Matt Edwards of the Muskies to get ready for this game. Um, if you take a look at both squads, I mean, it, they've both played some some great football through four weeks. And uh, we'll go through kind of the schedules, you know, the game, the teams that they've played against to get to this point. Uh, for the Sheridan, we'll start on Sheridan's side. Week one, 33-14 win at home against Licking Valley. Licking Valley's 2-2 two and two on the season. 24-19 uh, win at Watkins Memorial, who is 3-1 on the season. That was in week two. Watkins Memorial, pretty good football team. So that's a very nice win. Uh, week three, dominant win, 41 to 10 at Logan. Logan is one and three on the season. Uh, and then another, uh, like a very tough opponent in the MVL uh, and, you know, made the playoffs last year. Morgan, they beat them 29 to 13, gave up 300 plus yards passing. Uh, and Cole Searle had a, a heck of a game, 14 catches uh, and well over 100 yards. Morgan's two and two on the season, but they are such a tough physical and, and very skilled team. And that's a very nice quality win for Sheridan and Sheridan, you know, you're talking to coach Colbert, the, the offensive line is what drives the train for them up front offensive line and defensive line for that matter. Uh, but uh, they also are very explosive offensively, um, but they're able to be so ex explosive because of, I mean, they set it up with the run game. Uh, and Caden Sheridan had a, a heck of a game last game, made some really big plays, and he's been he's been there, done that. He's so poised, and that's what Coach Culver talked about um, when I talked to him the other day. His team has been poised, and Caden Sheridan's been poised because he's been there, done that. Uh, but he only threw the ball 13 times last week against Morgan. Uh, 182 passing yards, though, a lot of big chunk plays, two really big touchdown passes, uh, and then a rushing touchdown as well. He, he's very good when he needs to be with, with his legs. And again, that was in a 29 to 13 win against Morgan Sheridan on a roll to this point and no signs of slowing down. When you look at the John Glenn side and their schedule, three of their four wins have come against teams that are currently 0 and 4 on the season. So if you're an outsider looking in and you're not familiar with MVL football or football in Southeast Ohio, you might look at that schedule and think, oh, well, John Glenn's probably not played anybody like pretty decent. They haven't been tested necessarily. Um, and I, I, I really don't agree with that. Um, I do think the MVL is, is such a tough league. We're starting to get in into MVL games now. MVL is such a tough league um, and it's hard to win every week. There's such great coaching. Uh, and these guys have so much respect for each other um, and it's always competitive. Um, and if you look at the schedule for John Glenn in week one, they played on the road at Circleville, got a win and a shutout 28 to nothing. Uh, Circleville 0-4 in the year. Week 2 against a Cambridge team that's very young but very skilled. They've got a lot of talented players, uh, but they've been kind of fighting an injury bug. Um, that They've had some you know, penalties, like things just not go their way. Um, and unfortunately, they're 0-4, but they, I mean, John Glenn just really took it to them in that game, 42-14. to uh, But, you know, Cambridge, like I said, talented team, young team. Uh, but Cambridge has played a really tough schedule. Uh, and so just because Cambridge is 0-4, you have to kind of look at, at at why. And it's because they played a lot of really tough teams um, that have maybe a bit more experience than them. Um, and they've all, they're also kind of fighting an injury bug at the moment. Um, but that's a, that's a nice win, though. And that was kind of the coming out party offensively for John Glenn. Week three, 
tough, gritty, grinded out win against New Lexington, who won the small school MVL last year, uh, 14 to 13. That game kind of came down to the last couple possessions, uh, really the last possession. And New Lex is two and two on the year, uh, but New Lex super tough football team, and and Coach Kevin Board is, just does amazing work with the kids there. Uh, and then week four last week, 30 to seven win at Coshocton. Coshocton 0 and 4 on the year, but another great offensive performance from the Muskies. And Coach Matt Edwards uh, talking to him this week, uh, very impressed with uh, the quarterback play from Noah Winland. You know, week one had the three interceptions, didn't look too hot, but he's gotten better and better as the season has gone on. Um, and he's really a dual threat. Um, so he's not going to throw for a ton of yardage. And that, um, they run the spread offense. And a lot of people think that, you know, if you run the spread offense, it's slinging it all over the field, deep downfield, and you're going to have a bunch of big plays. Um, but it's really just about getting the ball out quick and getting it to all of your different playmakers as often as you can. Um, and so it's a lot of quick screens, short throws, getting the ball out fast. That's what they do. Um, and so Noah Winland only had 83 passing yards last week, but he had a he had, he had a touchdown pass, 51 rush yards though. That's really what makes him the dual threat is that he's able to run, ex not only extend plays when it's a designed pass, but he can extend plays, take off when he needs to, and they also do a lot of design runs for him as well. He had a rushing touchdown in that 30 to seven win against Kashokton. Truly a dual threat. Um, they they mostly used him, you know, in years past just to be a distributor, throw the football. But now they're using his legs a lot more, utilizing his athleticism. This is going to be an interesting matchup here in week five between these two 4-0 teams, Caden Sheridan and, and Noah Winland. Which quarterback is going to play better? I think that's ultimately going to decide this game. Uh, but let's hop into these interviews now uh, with head coach Paul Culver III of Sheridan and Matt Edwards of John Glenn. We'll start with Paul Culver uh, and the uh, hometown Sheridan Generals. That's where we'll be Friday night live on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. Uh, so you make sure you check us out pregame from around 6 to 6.30 to get you ready for Generals, Muskies. Something's got to give. Both teams are 4-0. Very big game in the MBL, um, and it's super exciting, and we're going to be there live. So make sure you check us out. Uh, but make sure you subscribe to the podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Subscribe on YouTube as well. Check us out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, everywhere on social media. Um, so that way you can follow along all season long. But this is Stadium Drive Week 5. Thanks so much for joining me. Uh, and we'll hop in now with head coach Paul Culver III of the Sheridan Generals. All right, we're here with head coach Paul Culver of the Sheridan Generals going into week five. They're 4-0, and they're taking on the John Glenn Muskies, who are also 4-0 this week. Um, coach Culver, I really appreciate your time. Um, and like I said at the top, 4-0 to start the season, which obviously has to feel pretty good. Um, but is there a part of your team that you're most impressed with through four weeks? I mean, I know you always talk about offensive line, defensive line play in the trenches is is a big key for you, and you always want to be strong there. Obviously, defense is going to is going to be what wins you a championship and everything like that. But as far as through these first four games, kind of feeling out your team and seeing how everything looks, what are you most impressed with um, as far as your team goes? Uh, so we we talk about big words all the time, and and one of the points of emphasis this year is this points of emphasis this year is um, what we call like the block S of tradition. And uh, it's got these words that build our block S, and one of them is poise. And you usually have poise when you have a team that has been there, done that. You're returning 
you know, 16 or 18 of your 22 starters. And this year we returned like eight starters. And yet I have seen us display poise. Now, granted, a lot of that poise comes from a Caden Sheridan who has been there, done that in the last two years. A lot of that poise comes from an A.J. Winders, uh, Cole Davis. When you have kids like that that have been there, done that, that have played at a high level deep in the playoffs, that have played in tight contests with New Lex and Tri-Valley and John Glenn and Philo and, and you know, the, the big school division, um, when they've been there, done that, uh, and they're not panicking and they're making plays in the fourth quarter, it just feeds the whole team. So I've been impressed with our poise. Now, last week, you get a, a really nice win against a Morgan team that has very much improved over the last couple of years with what everything that Coach Bowman has done, and they're very, very physical. Obviously, they've got great skill possession, position players on offense as well. Um, they gave up 307 yards passing, um, and Cole Searle had 139 yards receiving on 14 catches. Obviously, a lot of that was them trying to get back into the game near the end and everything just because they were trailing, but I mean – what are you working on this week to maybe just try to clean things up as far as defending the pass goes um, as you get ready for John Glenn, um, you know, this Friday? So it is interesting. Cause when I, was, I knew going in, I thought they can hurt us in the passing game. Uh, they do a nice job scheme wise. And that's Searle kid. I said something to him as a sophomore. I was like, he heard us as a sophomore. And I was like, are you a senior in the handshake line? He's like, no coach, I'm a sophomore. And I'm like, you got <laughs> kidding me. So then he heard us again the next year, and, I, and I'd forgotten. I'm like, you're done now, right? And he said, no, coach, I'm only a junior. <laughs> sure enough, I walked up to him this year, and I said, you're a senior. I know you're a senior, and I'm done with you. Uh, so I was a terrific football player, and they do a great job uh, scheme-wise. And 307 yards is 307 yards. You can't take anything away from them. But 300 yards rushing probably puts 40 points on the board in most nights. Right. 300 yards passing, you can – you can control it a little bit better. You might get a pick. You might get some third down stops, and that's what we were able sure. to do. I mean, they had two two red zone trips uh, at least that we were finally able to tighten down. You know, they were able to chunk the ball down the field. But that's one of the things about uh, the passing games. It doesn't equate quite the same as the rushing game does, and, and we've been on both ends of that. Uh, so I thought they did a great job, but I thought our defense responded when we really needed them to. So what's the approach this week then against John Glenn? You beat him last year, 21-7. Two years ago, uh, they they beat you. Um, but what's your approach against a quarterback like Noah Winland? Because it seems like he's more of a running quarterback than he is a thrower. I mean, he obviously can throw it, but he seems to be uh, more looking to kind of extend plays with his feet. Um, there's a lot of designed runs and everything for him. So it's kind of a different offense that you're going to be seeing compared to Morgan last week where they were just airing it out and everything. So what's the approach to kind of get ready for what Noah Winland does in that John Glenn offense? Uh, first, I appreciate not saying the score of that game that was two years ago when they beat us. That was a, not one that I'd like to remember, but to their credit, they did a great job. Um, so their offense is a true spread offense. It starts with them being able to run the ball, as you said, with their inside zone running game and the quarterback keep off of that. Once you go spread, you have to have some type of, in my opinion, you have to have some type of quarterback run game. Um, otherwise, you, you have to change what you do. You have to look to other things that aren't necessarily classic spread offense, like four wide. Um, and so they do a great job with that. And, and he then, the next element is, if you're going to put four receivers on the field, you better zip them the ball as quick as you can with, with quick routes and what we call like now screens and relief screens and things like that. And that's what they do at a very high level. Uh, at one point, I think in the looks that we had, we tracked that they had 14 quick screens and all like plus plays, all all like not three, four, five yards, but like eight, nine, 10, 11 yards. 
you know, gaining first downs. And so they do it as well as any team I've ever seen. They're committed to it. And that makes them a genuine spread offense. And while it isn't necessarily, I think when people see a spread offense, they think throw the ball 40 yards down the field. That's not a spread offense. A spread offense is everybody could get the ball at any place on the field, sideline to sideline. And that is absolutely what they do. And he does a good job running the show for him. Now, what are you going to do offensively? Because the defense, their their defense has kind of been the the anchor for their the, their team, and it's been a big part of uh, their their four game win streak to start the season. Uh, they they force turnovers, they get to the quarterback, you know, force fumbles, everything. So, what do you do offensively? Because obviously, Caden Sheridan can sling it, and uh, yeah, a bunch of big chunk plays, big long touchdown plays against Morgan. Are you going to rely on on some of those types of of play calls again to draw some up, draw up some bigger type plays. Um, like what's, what is the, the game plan going up against that John Glenn defense has been so formidable through, you know, four games. So one of, to me, one of the big things and to John, John Glenn's credit, their defense is terrific. Uh, their defensive coordinator, sorry about that. Their defensive coordinator is our defensive coordinator's brother. Uh, so we know that staff very, very well. And uh, Coach Bendel over there does a great job. Uh, they don't run the same defense as us, but they do a great job. And so to me, one of the first things that you look at with the defense is can you formation them? Can you move them out of position? That's, to me, uh, a hallmark of any defense. I can uh, Any good defense is like I can't get them out of position. I can't get their kids to line up wrong. Uh, and so you can't get John Glenn kids to line up wrong. Then are they fundamentally sound? Are they going to be able to get off blocks, run to the ball, and tackle well? And that's exactly what they do. And I know those are cliches, but unless you have absolute freaks at every position that just get to blitz and run around and play man coverage and sideline to sideline, you're going to be um, you're going to build a defense off of those things that we talked about. So, uh, and they do it as well as anybody. Uh, their kids play really well. Um, the coach's son, uh, the defensive coordinator's son, uh, Bendel, number 12, the, one of their inside linebackers, is as good of a defensive football player as you'll find anywhere around. He does everything for them. He's all over the place. He pressures the quarterback. He drops back in pass coverage. He has terrific tackles, sideline to sideline, but uh, they have a lot of other excellent football players too. And so it's going to be really hard because we're not going to catch them off guard. We're going to have to execute at a very high level. Ideally, Caden makes some plays, does something that you just don't draw up. He's done that several times in four games, but you cannot go into a game thinking, well, we'll just wait for Caden to do something extraordinary. We'll wait for AJ to do something extraordinary. You can't do that. And so we like our game plan. Uh, Our offensive staff does a great job, but their defense is excellent. Well, we're very much looking forward to uh, to the game Friday night, two four no teams. So something's got to give, but hopefully you can make it two in a row instead of this back and forth and everything, but we'll be there Friday night and really appreciate the time, um, you know, on a Wednesday evening, but best of luck this Friday. Thank you very much. All right, we're here with head coach Matt Edwards of the John Glenn Muskies going into week five. Uh, both teams, uh, the John Glenn Muskies and the Sheridan Generals, are 4-0 going into this game uh, on Friday night. And uh, we're, we really appreciate the time, Coach Edwards, joining us here ahead of week five. But uh, you're 4-0 to start the year, like I said. Obviously, I'm sure you're, you're pretty happy with that. But what part of your team has impressed you the most so far this year? I mean, your defense, like you've talked about it kind of all season, like your defense is going to be the anchor for your team this year. And they played fantastic last week, forcing a couple turnovers, getting after the quarterback. Obviously, I know you love your defense, but is there a part of your team? Is there a unit? Is there something about your team that's really impressed you through four weeks? Yeah, I mean, obviously that conversation is going to start and end with the defense. Um, you know, we knew going into this year that'd be our 
that'd be our strength. And, um, you know, a lot of seniors on that side of the ball who have, who have played really well through the first four weeks and, you know, we'll rely on them, you know, as, as, as long as they can carry us. Um, but other than that, we, we knew what we had there, but I think our offensive line is starting to gel a little bit. Uh, we have four, four juniors up there, uh, only really one returning starter, uh, I guess two returning starters. So we knew it would take a little while for those guys to gel, but you know, they're starting to a little bit. And, you know, I feel like our quarterback's been very consistent. Um, so, you know, offensively, we're getting better every week. And if we can put that together with our defense, um, you know, we're excited about what we have. Yeah, you mentioned your, your quarterback play being very consistent and like Noah is kind of just kind of a dual threat. Obviously, he can he can throw it, but he's also been very good at extending plays as well, running the football. Um, what have you liked most about the way that he's played through four games? Because obviously, like he like you said, he's been playing better every week and getting more consistent. Um, I think it's his toughness, uh, his mental and physical toughness. Uh, he, he obviously had a rough week one um, with, with some poor decisions and turning the football over. And ever since then, you know, I think his decision making has been really, really good um, and, and not not having those turnovers. And then, you know, we've used, used his legs a lot more than we have in the past. And uh, he's gained some you know tough yards for us. And, uh, you know, just as the as the quarterback, you know, a lot's put on your plate. And I think he's done a great job for the first four weeks of, of managing that. And, uh, you know, giving our team a chance to win. Yeah, and so now looking at Sheridan this week, um, Coach Culver, I uh, talked to him yesterday, and, you know, in their game against Morgan, you know, they gave up uh, 300 yards passing, and, you know, Cole Searle is a, gr a great wide receiver for Morgan. So they, they had a tough test going up against that passing offense. But he said, though, that 300 yards passing, giving that up is much different than giving up 300 yards rushing. Like, you can probably give up 300 yards passing and still turn out, you know, turn out okay and win a football game. But if you give up 300 yards rushing, it's a much different story and you have less control over the outcome of, of a football game. So what's your approach offensively this week? Because obviously I know you've said before, you like to spread guys out. So that way it opens up things for the run. Is that kind of the approach this week is, you know, run the football and, and try to control the clock and, and do everything that you can to keep the explosive Sheridan offense off the field? Yeah, I think that's the that's the secret. When you when you're effective rushing the football, uh, time of possession is usually going to favor you. Uh, and as long as you have the football, it means they don't. And you know that's that's going to help you down the road. You know, obviously we're going to be able, we're going to do whatever they they allow us to do. Um, you know, we we obviously want to run the football, and you know we think our our tailbacks are pretty good, and, and we like our offensive line right now the way that they're coming together. But um, in order for them to be successful, we also have to be able to get the ball in other places. So um, you know, we'll, as the game goes and as the as the flow happens, uh, you know, we'll figure out where where we can try to find some um, some advantages and, and uh, you know, take advantage of those. But, you know, ultimately going into it, you know, we know we have to be able to run the football to have a chance Friday night. Uh, now, Sheridan's offense, they had two scores last week of play. There were plays that were greater than 40 yards, and so they're obviously pretty explosive. So defensively, I mean, what's the key as far as, you know, defending the pass? Because they have some very explosive players. I mean, Caden Sheridan's a great quarterback. A.J. Winders, a, a terrific wide receiver. They've got some good skill position guys. What do you do to try to limit big plays defensively um, so that way you know your defense doesn't get worn down and everything? Well, I think those big plays happen because teams have to stop the run. Um, you know, obviously Sheridan has been known for a long time about being, you know, a downhill run the football type football team. And uh, when you commit extra guys to stop that, that's when those big plays happen in the, in the passing game. And they do a great job of taking advantage of your, um, you know, willingness to try to bring an extra guy into the box or whatever it may be. And, you know, so our biggest thing is we got to be able to stop the run with our base defense. Um, that way we can be strong, you know, both in the box and in the secondary. Because if we're in a situation where we can't stop the run and we have to, 
you know, commit an extra guy or two, you know, that opens up the secondary for those big plays. And, you know, ultimately it, it, it starts with, with controlling the line of scrimmage and, and stopping the run. Now, now, what's it like coaching against Coach Culver? Because obviously you've had some great battles over the years. Um, last year um, they won 21-7, but then a couple years ago you shut them out. Um, like, So you ha you've had some battles over the years, but what's it like going up against Coach Culver and kind of that, that chess match and just, you know, figuring out how to just be the better coach that day against him? Because obviously he's, he's a great coach, you're a great coach. Like, what is it like just going up against him? Um, I mean, the good news is they are who they are. Um, and you know, this, I think this is year eight of us going up against each other. So, uh, you know, we know what we're going to get from them. They know what they're going to get from us. And I have a tremendous amount of respect for coach Culver and his entire coaching staff and program. Um, you know, we have, we have several, um, relationships within the staffs, you know, my defensive coordinator, Mitch Bendel's brothers on his staff, mm -hmm. um, you know, one of my, one of my best friends from high school or from college rather that I played baseball with is on his staff. So, you know, there's, there's a lot of friendship among the staff as well. It's not just the competitive rivalry that, that you'll see on Friday night, but um, you know, and between coach and I, you know, he might be the one guy in my, in our league that I talk to the most outside of the season. Uh, just a you know, great guy, great human being, a better person than he is football coach, which is saying a lot. And, uh, you know, we have a tremendous amount of respect and, and, you know, I always, I'm excited to go over there every time we get a chance to, because what you said, it's, it's, it's going to be a, a great atmosphere and a great football game. And, um, and, you know, anytime we get to, um, you know, line up and test ourselves, it's, it's something that's exciting. Well, we're looking forward to seeing the battle on Friday night, but I appreciate you taking the time to chop it up about week five, both teams undefeated, John Glenn and Sheridan. So um, get to five and zero, stay undefeated and best of luck Friday. Thanks. Well, we appreciate it. <laughs>